Five, Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to SWAT Radio. I'm Brad Sykes, uh, sitting alongside my good buddy Doug McCary. Actually, sitting across from Doug McCary, and it is Thursday afternoon. We're glad you've joined us. Uh, you know, exciting, Doug, that we have uh, a new station up and or over, not up over in Meridian, Mississippi, WMOX 1010 AM. And if you're if you're if you're in Meridian, Mississippi, listening, and uh, Doug, have we given away that book No, yet? we still have books to give away. The I... Gospel According to Jesus, What is Authentic Faith? Now, listen, I realize one thing, Brad, uh, they have been used to listening to sports radio during this hour. Oh, wow. So this is kind of a shift um, from sports, which is fun, but not necessarily life-altering, to now having spiritual truth uh, be proclaimed. And and, and really, as we teach through, and, you know, we're going to get back into Acts in September, but while we're waiting to get our SWAT group started uh, in September, we're doing this series called The Gospel According to Jesus Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of, you know, John MacArthur wrote a book, a long time ago, it's now in its like third uh, revision and reprinting, but uh, it's it's what what did Jesus say about the good news? How, mm-hmm. I mean, how did he frame the good news for a lot of people, that, especially people that grew up in the South? We grew up in the Bible Belt. I mean, if you go to church, well, I guess you're a Christian. That's what a lot right. of people think, right? And and so MacArthur goes through in his book and really lays out what is authentic faith. Where does it come from? Where? How does it begin? Yeah. And and we looked at yesterday with our gra- our guest Grant Castleberry, by the way, who was great. If you did not hear yesterday's broadcast, you can go to SWATradio.com, and in the search, all you got to do is put in Castleberry, or or you know Grant Castle, probably just mm-hmm. Grant, probably Grant, yeah, and. Uh, and it'll bring that program up, and you can just click on it. James uh, Grimm does a great job with our social stuff. But go to SWATradio.com and listen to him. And he, we were just talking about how faith, even our faith, comes from regeneration, not regeneration from faith. Hmm. Because even if you go back, and let's exposit uh, you know, um, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 real quick. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for by what grace grace you've been saved through faith mm-hmm. not by faith you've been saved through grace <laughs> right right, right. It, it, and, right. And so it's by grace god's grace he chooses to reveal himself you read that verse just a couple of days ago right who he chooses to reveal the father to jesus mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. and so um Anyway, so, we, you know, we are about expositing the truth. That's why I love Grant Castleberry, who, who's from Raleigh. He's from at Capitol Community Church up in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Anybody listening, you truckers out there, anybody listening who uh, is in the North Carolina area, I know we get some at times, and you're going through Raleigh, go to go to um, Capitol Community Church. Grant does a great job of expositing the Bible. 
but you know, Brad, I was talking to uh, a guy earlier today, a friend of mine, and he grew up in what I would call a very legalistic denomination. And, you know, we were just talking about how, and he's one of many who said this, that they've just lost faith in the church. And one of the reasons is the church is not teaching the word of God anymore. Mm -hmm. The church is, and this Grant said this yesterday in the interview, the church talks about the word of God, but they're not teaching the word of God. Right. It's one thing to sit there and say, well, the Bible says this and the Bible says that. But it's another thing when you actually read it. What does Revelation say? Blessed is the one who reads these mm-hmm. words aloud, mm-hmm. right? Well, I think of Acts 17, which we'll be looking at when we get back, where Paul is talking about those in Berea. Yeah. He, he says, they, you know, more noble than those in Thessalonica, they examine the scriptures daily to see if these things are true. Mm-hmm. You know, that was uh, that was actually one of the first verses I memorized uh, when I became a believer because my brother-in-law Tim, who's been a guest here with us, wrote that inside my Bible, and wow. that was his prayer: is that I would be like those Bereans who would examine the Scriptures daily to see if these things are true. Yeah, isn't uh, we, it? we would we would much rather have uh, you or me talk to somebody, or our pastor speak to somebody, or get a you know, 144 character text or tweet, you know, I think, uh, sadly, this is not a knock on social media or the other things that are out there, but it's almost like we, we don't have the capacity to read any more than 144 characters. (laughs) No, that that's true. (laughs) But you bring up the Bereans. I just think it's interesting. And we're going to get into this in September when we get back into Acts 17. But isn't it interesting that you don't see a Corinth Baptist Church or a Romans Baptist <laughs> Church, but you do hear about Berean Baptist Church? Why mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. The Bereans were held up because they searched the scriptures to right. see if what these people said was true. How many of us, when we hear somebody make a proclamation about a spiritual truth, go to the scriptures? It, it's got to be our first and our our starting point mm-hmm. and our final authority. Yeah. If yeah. you are a believer in Jesus Christ, listen, if you want to believe in Buddha, if you want to believe in Muhammad, if you want to believe in New Age, you know, uh, Shirley MacLaine or uh, Eckhart Tolle, mm-hmm. any of those guys, then you're on your own. You can believe whatever. But if you're going to say, I'm a follower of Jesus and I, I follow Yahweh, the one true living God, his word has to be the authority in your life. Yeah. You know, Doug, we unfortunately, I think we like slogans more than scripture. Yeah. We like little catchy phrases and little, you know, uh, three word statements. And, uh, and yeah, those may be fine, but we have got to be in the word. We got to examine the scriptures. Um, and I think, yeah, I can't remember where I heard it. Very valuable statement. A pastor once said, don't believe everything I say. Go go look it up yourself. Yeah. Well, you even talked about, Brad, when we we visited this issue before about how in America we've kind of created this spoon-fed mentality where we don't, like the Bereans, go to the Scripture. We, we just want somebody else to tell us what the Scriptures mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and by the way, I've gotten a couple of texts uh, over the last uh, week 
So from some of our SWAT guys, just saying, you know, glad to hear you guys chatting it up, and they're looking forward to the the gathering of uh, men coming together. Not just our our study, obviously, the SWAT Bible studies are incredibly valuable, but even equally as important is that you that after Doug, you've taught through a passage is that you've got another brother to connect with mm-hmm. so that you can really chew on that text. Chew on that, not for the sake of, of uh, information. Mm-hmm. It, you know, information is, is important, but transformation. You know, you, you're not going to be transformed without the information, but you're also, this isn't one of those deals where, you know, just need the information. I just need the doctrine. I just need the theology uh, orthodoxy has to lead to orthopraxy. Mm. And I think oftentimes, you and I have spoken about it many times, is that there has to be an element of accountability. Mm. If you and I work through a text and we've kind of spent some time in the sovereignty of God this week, how does it really impact your life? Okay, I, I believe in the sovereignty of God. But at the end of the day, how does it impact your walk with Christ? Yeah. How's it shaping your heart? How's it shaping your marriage, your life, your, you know, whatever it is you're doing? Because because the bottom line, <clears throat> folks, wherever you are, whether you're in Meridian, Chesapeake, Norfolk, Jacksonville, folks in Georgia, it doesn't matter, out, out west in Texas, up in North Carolina, your belief system ultimately impacts every area of your life what you really believe. And I, yeah, I was reminded, you know, um, yesterday, I believe it was Olivia Newton, John passed away. That. You know, just hearing her name, have you ever been, mellow? you know, that goes back. That's the seventies, right? I mean, like you remember that late seventies. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, she passed away and it was sad. <laughs> she battled cancer since 1992. So that's 30 years. Mm. She's been dealing mm. with the cancer issue on and off. And, um, she was asked one time, have you thought about your death? You know, when she was going through it and, you know, she said, we, we all know we're going to die. And I think we spend our lives denying it, which is true. There's truth in that. Um, but she said, it's extremely personal. I find it hard to put in words. I feel we're all part of one thing. I've had experiences with spirits or spirit life. And I felt the spirit world and have heard things that I believe there's something that happens. And she's right about that. There is something that happens Mm -hmm. when we die. We stand before the one true living God, Yahweh. We're going to be before him with, with our whole life that we've lived. And we stand either with Jesus stepping in front of us saying, he's with me. That's right. Or. We're left on our own. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. deny Jesus your whole life yeah. and have him step in in heaven. I mean, if you deny him, <clears throat> there's if you deny him, he's going to deny you is what his word says. Yeah. And so that's what we're talking about this week yeah. and the sovereignty of God to choose. So if you're listening today and there's something in you that says, you know what? Man, I, I, I want to know more about Jesus, but I just don't. Mm. Well, maybe that's why you're listening today. Amen. Amen. Glad you've joined us today. If you want to call in, uh, you can do that. Uh, the number is one 777 7928 We'll take a quick break and be right back. SWAT Radio. 
This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. I've stood on this stage night after night. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Brad Sykes along with Doug McCary. Coming to you from the Salem Center in Jacksonville, Florida, wherever you are today, uh, whether you're on the road, whether you're in Mississippi or Virginia, Virginia Beach, Texas, St. Augustine, Folkestone, I don't, you know, whatever, <clears throat> we are glad you joined us. We always uh, love to hear from those of you who are listening. You know, these are, I was thinking, Doug, you know, we, we uh, take you take off the whole summer pretty much, or at least a couple of months. Yeah. And, and kind of do the best of SWAT during that period of time. Yeah. And, and I, I was kind of curious as to what we were going to jump into this week. And boy, did we jump into the deep end of the pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, there, there's nothing light about uh, the gospel according to Jesus and really looking. You know, F.F. Bruce wrote a, a book, or it's kind of like a, it, it's it's more of a study, but called The Hard Sayings of Jesus. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've ever seen it. I I highly recommend that FF Bruce and he just goes through the things Jesus taught. You know, we live in a culture that really wants to see Jesus as more of a friend than a teacher, right? That wants to see him as more of, of accepting, um, the status quo. And let's just say from the onset, Jesus loves you where you are. Mm. He does, you don't have to clean up to come to him. So I want to establish that because otherwise people are going to say, this is nothing but legalism there. You know, you're, you're trying to, to make it, you got to clean up your act. No, that's not what Jesus said, but nowhere. I challenge you to look in scripture and find one place where Jesus ever affirmed any sin. He did not affirm sin. In fact, to the adulterous woman, you know what he told her? Go and sin no more. Now, now, that that's a pretty direct statement, right? Yeah. Go and sin no more. <clears throat> he says, "Is there anybody to condemn you?" No. Then go and sin no more. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it starts with grace, 
But that grace should move us not to continue in a pattern of unrepentant sin. Mm -hmm. So whether it's homosexuality, adultery, whether it's stealing, whether it's pornography, they're all disobedient to God's design and his will. You know, and and 1 Thessalonians 4, Paul writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit makes it clear, this is the will of God, that you abstain from sexual immorality. Sexual immorality, Brad, is... It, it is the great sin of our generation, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. I mean, without a doubt, pornography is a billion-dollar industry. Mm-hmm. It's it's ruining marriages all over the country, um, ruining men all over the country. And uh, homosexuality, lesbianism, all those things flow out of Romans 1. I think you mentioned that yeah, the other day. And and that that is just when we, when we reject the Creator— and worship the creature instead, which is us, mm-hmm. then then ultimately God gives us over to a debased mind, which says, you know what? You can say you're a girl even if you're a boy. Or yeah. you can say you're a boy even if you're a girl. In fact, I, I just, you know, Phil Johnson, who just did our uh, our retreat, just uh, put out, he, you know, he I love following his Twitter feeds mm-hmm. because he um, <clears throat> he really... He, he puts a, a lot of good stuff out. And Boston Children, you know Boston Children's Hospital? Yes. Yep. Uh, they just put out a video called Gender Affirming Hysterectomy, which is about basically giving a lady mm-hmm. a gender-affirming hysterectomy. In other words, if it's a girl who says she's a boy, uh, her getting a hysterectomy so she can't have a child anymore and she can take testosterone and not have all the, but right. she can't take the DNA out. Well, right. But they're putting out a video. This is a hospital yeah. now. This is where we've come. And he, he made this statement. The reins of our culture have been seized by evil minds, wholly given over to perverted values, which is Romans one. That's right. Yeah. And, and so it starts, though, with getting away from the gospel according to Jesus. It starts in the church. It starts when the church loses its its hope for people mm. and, and starts teaching self-esteem yeah. versus the depravity of man. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've got young people all over the world that care more about their self-esteem than the God who can give them hope even yeah. though they're broken. Yeah. Makes me think of um, um, trying to think. Who it is? Uh, oh my gosh! I'll have to look it up. Uh, you know, I'm a big believer in, in, and this hasn't been true over my, you know, 40 years of walking with the Lord. But several years ago, uh, A.W. Pink. Sorry. Oh, A.W. Pink. Total, total, total brain cramp there. Um, his his book called The Attributes of God, mm-hmm. and and you know what, Doug? I I it's one of the things that I really want to encourage. I was going to say men, but anybody who's listening, it, if you've never done a study on the attributes of God, um, and I, here we are talking about the Scripture and the importance of that being your priority, that that should be your priority. You know, it's it's like your physical body is going to require things today, water mm-hmm. and and nutrients. Your spiritual mind, your spiritual being requires nutrition 
the greatest nutrition is God's word and time and prayer mm-hmm. with God. But to understand, you know, how many you've said it before, I've heard you say it many times that a lot of the men you speak with, it's like, I just don't understand the Bible. Okay, well, if you don't, uh, get somebody to walk with, you know, pair up with somebody who can, you and I can't explain everything about the Bible. Well, well, but Brad, even think about it for a second. If I, if, if I came up to you and I, and I had this book on French and I said, Brad, I can't understand this book on French. I read it and I read it and I read it. Well, you have to start learning the ABCs of French Mm -hmm. and the basics of French before you get sentences and grim right. and, and all right. that, and and men think because they're in their thirties or four, even their twenties or thirties or forties or even fifties, that because they can understand the English words, they should be able to understand the underlying spiritual concepts, yeah. and they can't. They read the Bible like they read a newspaper, and they can't read it. It is not like that. Listen, men have bled and died. For us to have this book that God gave us as a gift about his will. Yeah. And I'm so glad you mentioned A.W. Pink. Two of the greatest books to me on the attributes of God are A.W. Pink's book. <laughs> and, and probably Tozer. A.W. <laughs> Tozer, Knowledge of the Holy. Yes, yeah. Those two books yeah. help me understand those attributes. God used those because both those men rely on Scripture. But listen to what A.W. Pink says. He says, how different is the God of the Bible from the God of modern Christendom? Mm-hmm. The conception of deity, which prevails most widely today, even among those who profess to give heed to Scripture, is a miserable caricature. It's a pathetic travesty of truth. The God of the 20th century is a helpless, effeminate being who commands the respect of no really thoughtful man. The God of many a present-day pulpit is an object of pity rather than an awe-inspiring reverence. And I ask A.W. Pink, I mean, this, he understood it. He lived it. Mm -hmm. He breathed it. God used him to leave us that book as a gift, I think, as well as Tozier. And I think we get so wrapped up into trying to understand everything that we don't obey what we do know. Wow. I mean, that'll preach. Um, you know, and it's it's a book I give to guys when I'm discipling them because I think that one of the most important things that we gain from the Scriptures is we better understand. I mean, God gave us his word, his revelation. He revealed himself to us in his word. He didn't give us his word so that we'd discover ourselves. Uh, he <laughs> gave us yeah, yeah. He gave us his word so that we would discover who he is. Now, a byproduct of discovering who he is, we will discover who we are. Mm-hmm. And there is a there is a chasm so big between who God is and who I am that it will drop you to your knees mm-hmm. when you see how holy and righteous, and when you understand the attributes of God. Mm. In fact, Pink said God was alone. He was alone when he made his decrees Mm -hmm. and his determinations. 
were influenced by no external cause. He was free to decree or not to decree and to decree one thing and not another. Mm-hmm. It's getting to this whole point of the sovereignty of God. This liberty we must ascribe to him who is supreme. He's independent and sovereign in all his doings. Mm. Well, when you think about that kind of a God that would send his son that always affirmed that aspect of God, by the way, you know, when, when Peter tried to elevate his agenda over God's agenda, mm-hmm. Jesus immediately displayed his loyalty and said, get behind me, Satan. Right. You know, and, and when you think about our culture, we, like, like Pink said, We've created an effeminate God, a weak God, a pitiful God, not a God who is a king that's going to save us. And, you know, we we were created by God for this intimate, dependent relationship. And so often when we start our gospel presentations to people or we want to talk about God to people, we start with them. You know what, Brad? God loves you. Mm. you. You know, you are so awesome. You are, you know... You have such value. You do have value. But we start with God. God created the world. He created us. And and he is holy. And we don't like talking that way because we're afraid people will think we're weird. We're afraid people are going to go, that's just a Bible thumper. But for thousands of years, that's the way God's people talked when they shared the gospel it started with god not only until about the 1800s did it really start becoming about us Mm -hmm. and when we come back i really want us to dive into what did jesus say i want us to go back to that passage in matthew and that even what paul wrote in ephesians about how god god really wants us to relate to him not how we want to but how he dictates we relate to him amen listen glad you joined us Give us a call, 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-SWAT. You can also email us any questions or comments to ask at SWATradio.com. It's ASK at SWATradio.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes and Doug McCary. Doug, when we first came on, I mentioned, in fact, I mentioned this a couple of days ago, we are new, uh, we are, we're on a new station in Meridian, Mississippi, WMOX 1010 AM. And I just want to mention real quick, if you are in Meridian, Mississippi, you're listening to Doug and I today, please call us. I've got a, we've got a book we want to give the first caller from Meridian, Mississippi, 
I promise there won't be any Bible trivia. We're not going to, you know, you're not going to have to pass any kind of exam. <laughs> We're just glad you're out there. Yep. You know, I, I know it's a big transition to go from sports radio is, to uh, to gospel discussion, but we're glad you, you're still with us. Uh, call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT, S-W-A-T. Now, you may be wondering in Meridian, Mississippi, what is SWAT? Well, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to – we'll spend about four to five weeks uh, this week and probably the next four weeks going through the gospel according to Jesus. It's a book uh, that was written by John MacArthur, Pastor John MacArthur, the most, many, many years ago. Yeah, the most influential book, Brad, in my life apart from the Bible. Wow. It, it has literally been the biggest influence on my understanding of the gospel – and um, I, 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 in fact, Phil Johnson, who came and did our retreat, our, not our retreat, our right, training day, right. mm-hmm. um, he came and as a, a kind gesture, everybody that came that wanted a copy, he, he made a free copy available to them. And, um, you know, it, it is, if you, this is what I love about Pastor John. I, I know people that don't like Pastor John MacArthur. But they, they said he's a good Bible teacher, but they don't like him. They, he's a great teacher, but they don't, <laughs> they don't like him. But if you go to his website, Grace to You, all of the resources on there, all of his sermons, all of that stuff you can download for free. You can listen. Mm-hmm. And you can go back to 1973. His messages preached in 73. That's 50 <clears throat> years ago almost are as relevant today as they were then because he uses scripture he doesn't use cultural illustrations he uses scripture that's why it preaches i mean and you can listen to it and still get fed by it so that's gty.org it's a phenomenal resource out there for people it's it's my go-to and has been for probably 20 years now, I came to Christ in 81, and I think one of the first cassette tapes, we used to have these things called cassette tapes, right, Doug? Yeah, I, I, and, a uh, long time ago. I, I mean, I had my console in my car was full of John MacArthur cassette tapes. And, yeah. uh, Doug, do you remember you and I have been teaching the same Bible study on the West Side for many years? Yeah. I think this is year 17 or something yeah. like that. Do you remember uh, You remember the, the old guy who used to give us – Every time we would preach, every time we would teach, he would hand us a a, a cassette tape. I mean, this was not that long ago. I know. And uh, yeah, you're right. So all the way back to 1970. Hey, listen, we got a we got a caller, Linda. Linda, Linda, are you with us? Yes, this is Brenda Harkins. <laughs> Brenda, Brenda, what a joy uh-huh. to have you on with us. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I was so excited because I mean, it's usually the sports and i don't care nothing about that and i was so excited it's like whoa preaching well well brenda this is <laughs> awesome well well, listen this book I, I like i said earlier has been one of the most influential books about the lord jesus in my life and i uh-huh. i am excited to send you a copy uh, i think you've already given steve all your info and uh 
I hope when you get this book and you read it, you will share with people in Meridian to listen. Or where are you in Meridian proper, or are you outside of Meridian? Uh, I, I live in and I live in Lauderdale County, right outside Meridian. Okay, like five miles from Meridian. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I I hope when you get this and read it, you will share. Hey, there's a radio program that's putting truth out there, and I'm so thankful to WMOX for carrying us. And we're also on WMER there in Meridian. So there's two places people can listen to us, and we're very excited. Whether it's 10:10 a.m. or you know whether it's listening on uh, on WMER on 93.1 FM or 91, uh, yeah, 93.1 FM. We're just excited that people are listening to us, Brenda. And uh, I, I just thank you for calling. Thank you. For, you are the first caller, and so we're excited right. to be sending you this book. All right? Okay. Thank you. All right, have thank, a great day. Thank you, Brenda. What a, what a sweetheart. Um, <laughs> you know, that's a big statement, Doug, uh, to say that that book is the most influential book in your life written by a man yeah well yeah know? i mean written yeah i mean because macarthur goes through and what he does is he helped me understand the scriptures mm-hmm. um really because growing up and i think you and i were talking about this before the program began we had this this view of the gospel at least i did that was very man-centered it was very much uh if i believe then he will regenerate mm-hmm. me mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That that's what I was taught, and I didn't n- know any different. But when you go look at the scriptures and you read what God says in His Word, um, it, it it makes it clear that He chooses, yes. He gives us the Holy Spirit, and then we respond to that uh, as a gift of His faith as well. He gives us the gift of faith. To even believe, and you go, well, how can he hold us accountable? That's the question people were dealing with in Romans 9. Mm-hmm. And Paul mm-hmm. said, he is God. He makes us. Now, you can run from God if you're his child, and you can be like the thief in the cross, that, that you spend your entire life running from him, and at the very last moment in your life, you say, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be in relationship with him like this. Or you can be like somebody who comes along sooner and says, I want to follow you right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means. I'm going to make mistakes, but help me. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. People have this idea that when they just utter a prayer, that's what changes yeah. them. Well, this is a, uh, I like this quote by Dr. MacArthur from that book. It says, salvation is by God's sovereign grace and grace alone. Mm-hmm. Nothing a lost, degenerate, spiritually dead sinner can do will in any way contribute to salvation. Mm-hmm. Now, that's 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 harsh language. Mm-hmm. Saving faith, repentance, commitment, and obedience are all divine works wrought by the Holy Spirit in the heart of everyone who is saved. Well, well, we, we tend to get that backwards. Yes, and, and what we've done in our culture, Brad, is create really gospel presentations in churches that that pander to the concept of freedom, to the concept of, of personal fulfillment, not in the sense of, listen, 
people say, well, you know, they're free in Christ. You are free in Christ. You're free not not to be bound to sin. Right. But like Paul said, we're slaves to Christ. But but our culture kind of promotes the fact that you can be Christ's intimate friend and reject him as Lord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that you can have Jesus as Savior and decide later if you want him to be Lord of your life. And, and that really is not something that you see in Scripture. That's right. You know, the only place you see in Scripture of anybody who considered Jesus a friend that didn't follow him as Lord was Judas. Right. I mean, as, right. as one of the original 12, right? And, of course, he said, mm-hmm. he, he, he didn't say Lord, he said teacher, rabbi. Yes. He used that language, mm-hmm. which kind of delineates this idea between Savior and Lord or Master. Well, the truth is we all serve some master. Yes. We either serve sin or we serve Jesus, right? So the as we think about how Jesus shared the gospel, I want to go back to kind of our theme verses for this week, Brad. One of them was in Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 27. And this talks about the whole concept of God choosing us. We don't like that. We... It's so counter to us thinking right. Like, because, you know, the truth of the matter is we grow up when we, we like, let's say we play, play Sandlot football. Nobody wants to be unchosen, right? Right. And we think it's not fair that they don't choose me ever. But listen to what God's Word says about God and choosing you as his child read 11 25 and tw- through 27 yeah at that time jesus declared i thank you father lord of heaven and earth that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to li- two little children yes father for such was your gracious will all things have been handed over to me by my father and no one knows the son except the father and no one knows the father except the son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. So that sounds to me very much like it's it's up to him. Yep. <laughs> in, a, in a way, it, he, it begins with him, just like we read earlier in Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. It, it starts with God. But we do have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. And those two things somehow work together in a way that's so far beyond our ability to comprehend and so uh, people ask me all the time, and I know you get asked too after you teach sometimes on it, well, well, that's just not right. How do you explain it? And I go, I can't explain it, but that doesn't mean it's not what God wants us to understand as far as like the reality. Mm-hmm. Can you understand how your phone works? No. <laughs> but you use it, right? And that's you right. buy into it. That's right. And so I, by faith, believe that God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. I, by faith, believe that I have a responsibility. And so when we come back, I want to look at that one other verse that we talked about from Ephesians 1, where Paul kind of expands on what Jesus said there. Great. If you're joining us, Ephesians 1, when we get back, uh, glad you're with us. And call more us. callers, too. Yeah, books. call us uh, again, 844-777-7928. Hey, we're, I think we're willing to give another book away. Yeah, so we we, we'd love to hear from you. Anywhere in, in Meridian, Mississippi, give us a call. SWAT Radio. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. 
That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts and truck rental and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for the doubter, the one religion failed, for the good Lord has come. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio, Brad Sykes, along with Doug McCary. And, uh, man, we jumped into the deep end this week looking at the sovereignty or the supremacy of Christ. In fact, we're referencing uh, the gospel according to Jesus, uh, written by Dr. John MacArthur. And, uh, Doug, I was kind of looking at some of the things in that book. It's it's an old book, and uh, I know we had a caller a little while ago. We've got another caller. And one of the things I always recommend when somebody gives me a book that I've read and I enjoy it, uh, I don't put my name in it because I'm going to give that book away. And we want to give another book away, right? Yes, sir. And I think we have a caller on. Uh, do we have a caller on? Is it Jackie? Yes. Jackie, is that is this Jackie? Yeah. Hey, Jackie, welcome to SWAT yeah. Radio. Yeah, you know, I was just going through the uh, uh, radio, and I, I just, I'd never heard of you before, and I listened to you a little bit yesterday and today. I, I'm curious, what, what are you guys Baptists? Uh, are we Baptist? Is that is that what you said? Yeah. No, no. We well, I tell you what, I I am an ordained Baptist minister. I uh, worship and speak at a Presbyterian church, but I've spoken at just oh. about every kind of church you could speak at <laughs> in this country: Assembly of God, um, Pentecostal. I've even spoken in a Catholic church. I've, you know, I've spoken at just about every denominational type of church, an Episcopal church. Uh, you can speak at. Oh. I tell people I'm a follower of Jesus, Jackie. That's what I tell people. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a Baptist. I just wonder, uh, do you believe in eternal security of the believer? Do, yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. I believe that because Jesus himself said, nobody's going to snatch you out of my hands. You know, he said, he said, yeah, that's in, that's in Timothy. I give you eternal life. It's in Timothy. No well, one will well, snatch he, you out I think I'm talking about in John, he says that, but he, in Timothy, oh. in Timothy second, in second Timothy two, he says, even when we yeah. are faithless, he will mm-hmm. be faithful. Jackie, or where are you calling from? Jackie? Yeah. yeah. 
out Florida, but I, I can't take the book because I'm visually impaired. I haven't been able to read for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I was just curious about, I mean, what you guys believed and and everything. You know, I, I, I wasn't sure. Well, that's a good question. It, it is, and we we believe in the we believe in uh, the the inerrancy of God's word. We believe His word is our authority. We believe that we are saved by His grace through faith in Christ alone, right. uh, through faith alone, and that once we are adopted into the family of God, you can't be taken out of that family. You're so. sealed. You're sealed with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I was thinking of John six thirty seven. Yep. All the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. What a great promise that is. Right. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, I Actually, I, I'm probably going to listen to you guys every day now because I liked it. I like John MacArthur. Just one thing, I, you've probably never heard of this guy because he's just a little, he was a pastor in uh, Aberdeen. South Dakota, Harold Salem. He started Christian Worship Hour. Uh, he he died last year at ninety nine. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, I have not but heard anyway, of him. He, but 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 that you yeah, know what? There's was, a lot of faithful mm-hmm. ministers out there who we've never heard of, just like him, probably who are faithfully teaching. Yeah. Well, actually, he he's he he he's probably one of my favorite teachers ever i mean he was fabulous but yeah i think i'm probably gonna be listening to you guys i'm enjoying the program and like i said i can't read so don't send me the book well well you know well you know what um i just uh hold, hold on a second jackie you you do live here in jacksonville no no gainesville oh gainesville <clears throat> okay great Go gators well that's great that you're you're down in in gainesville i i uh I know you say you can't read, um, but what I want to check on real quick is that I think that uh, I may have a, a copy of this if I can find it. I may have it in audio, and I'm sure you can listen to audio, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Yeah, that book is yeah. so good. Uh, Jackie, I, I'll I'll sometimes take road trips, <clears throat> and I love to listen to books like this, you know. Yeah. So, um, oh, sure. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I'm going to see it. I, I'll see if I can find it in audio. Uh, Jackie, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to let you give Steve your name and address, and then I will look for it in audio, and I'll try to send you an audio copy since you can't read, but you can hear it. All right? Thank you. You're all so yeah. nice. Thank you. God bless. Yeah. Thank you, Jackie. God bless. Blessings. Yeah. Well, that's uh, – boy – Again, kind of back to the the sovereignty of God, mm-hmm. is that if 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 God is so gracious as to save us, He's certainly gracious to seal us mm-hmm. yes. and to give us eternal security. Yeah. Um, well, well, in fact, Brad, let let's go to that passage in Ephesians real quick. We only have a few minutes left. Ephesians one three through fourteen, and and this is Paul writing the church in Ephesus, and he's, he's reminding them that God chose them, but he talks about that eternal security toward the end because he talks about the, a deposit, yeah. almost like an engagement ring. Right. Uh, go ahead and read that passage, 1, 3 yeah. through 14. Yeah, Ephesians 1, verse beginning in verse uh, 3. <clears throat> Blessed be the God and Father 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. Verse 7, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Verse 11, in him we have obtained an inheritance, Mm. having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. That That is such a, a beautiful passage that Paul put together to help people understand. And I, I just want to go back um, to verse 13. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news or gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our relationship or the down payment of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it. In other words, it's that spirit that reminds us that we are his. And when we, when we blow it, Brad, when Mm -hmm. we make a mistake, instead of doubting our salvation, we go to the cross. I I can honestly say In my life, there was one time that I was unsure and I had a bird strike and God said, no, you're mine. You're mine. Start living like you're mine. And it was in the midst of that terrible near-death experience Mm -hmm. where I was not living. Listen, if you're not living for Christ, then sometimes you do start to doubt because you go, why am I doing this? And, and you and you wonder, but then God in his mercy came in that moment of trial to wrap his arms around me and say, you're mine. So let me, um, I don't like to put you on the spot. I don't like it when you put me on the spot, <clears throat> but I've known you for over 20 years <laughs> and I know your story and it's, uh, I think it's a special, I mean, all salvation testimonies are amazing. I hear people say, man, he's got a radical testimony. They're all radical. Can I just say that? And, but Doug, when, when, when you had that bird strike, uh, was there repentance that followed that? Yeah, 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 there was, (laughs) but you know, again, I, I still blew it. I still blow it. Sure, of course. But, but there was a, a moment in that cockpit and I was a believer who was not walking with Christ. And I believe what God did at that moment was affirm to me, Doug, you are mine. 
not because of the way you live your life. Mm -hmm. You were mine because I chose you in him before the foundation of the world. Now walk as my child. And what I'm saying is that inheritance, that Holy Spirit that comes into us as a down payment is constantly pushing against our flesh, saying, this is not who I made you to be. This is not where I want you to go. And when we start going toward the ways of the world, whereas unchecked, if we don't have that Holy Spirit, we're just going to continue an unrepentant pattern of sin. Yeah. And and we're going to be like the people in First John 2, 19. They went away because they were never part of us. Right, right. And, and so many of those people, even in John 6, in John 6, they were following Jesus. Why? They wanted more food. They yeah. wanted the physical. They didn't. They didn't want the mm-hmm. spiritual. Well, I was. <clears throat> I think what I was getting at is that I think one of the evidences of salvation is repentance, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and we we blow it daily. Yes. If if you're breathing, you're blowing it probably at some yeah. point today, uh-huh. and I think it must lead us to repentance. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you know, just because you're saved doesn't mean you're going to be without sin. You know, you're saved by the sinless work of Christ, not your sinless work, because that's not possible. But by his spirit, we are. I I was thinking about the the great miracle of redemption is not that we accept Christ, but that he accepts us. And that's just that ought to cause us to worship him. Yeah. Uh, Well, I I wholeheartedly agree. Hey, Brenda and Jackie, thank you for calling. Jackie, I did find an audio copy. It's going to take me a little while, but I'll get it out to you hopefully next week. Hey, glad you joined us. SWAT Radio will be back tomorrow. Hope you can join us. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual